0: I am Brooklyn-based psychotherapist, Nikita Banks, and I am your host of the Black Therapist Podcast. The Black Therapist Podcast is the podcast where we discuss the unique issues people of color face when dealing with mental health issues and mental health diagnosis. If you would like to reach out to us for feedback or show suggestions, show topics, please feel free to contact us at blacktherapistpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to new or past episodes on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. If you are having trouble listening to us on your preferred platform, or if you want us to be on a platform that we're not currently on, make sure that you send us a private message on our Instagram page at Black Therapist Podcast, or you can just drop us a message or send us an email at BlackTherapistPodcast.com. If you want insider tips, resources, and access to our free mental health course, make sure that you text GETHAPPY to 66866. And my new book, Find. Happy seven steps to relationships that will not steal your joy is available right now on Amazon. You can go to our website or go to our Instagram pages and click the link and purchase because we want to help you get your relationships together for 2018 and beyond. Please be mindful that this episode and all of the information that we provide here is just a resource and a tool to help get you started on your mental health journey. If you are feeling any mental health distress or you are having any significant issues, please feel free to reach out to us so that we can find you a mental health provider in your area okay let's go hey guys oh my gosh it's the end of the year and I don't know I don't know if it's just this Christmas time if it's I have so much on my plate if it's I'm trying to think of all the things that I want to accomplish in 2019 I feel excited and overwhelmed and I want to burst into tears all at once. And I can't be the only one. I don't feel like I'm the only one because when I'm at work, I see a lot of angst about the end of the year. And for me, I guess because my birthday is always that time for self-reflection and trying to figure out who the hell I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> As if I'm not grown enough. Um, but Having a birthday in October, it really is like last quarter of the year. There's an alarming new trend making national headlines that needs to be addressed. I'm like the hell. So black. I'm like, what the what the hell is that? I'm recording my show. Sorry, y'all. I guess YouTube just felt like it wanted to do whatever it wanted to do. Um, and I'm not gonna even edit that out because I don't, you know, y'all know I keep it real on this show. And so I don't know. I just I feel very grateful. And I feel nutty all at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, because there's so many good things that are happening around me. And I know from my own past experience, but also with my clients, that there are times that when good things are happening, I don't want to cry. When good things are happening and you see movements towards good things, we tend to Believe that something bad is going to happen to kind of correct the energy shift or correct the universe. Like, I'm so used to losing, not me personally, but we get so used to losing that winning feels wrong. And so I kind of feel like I'm at that place. I Got a lot of things going, a lot of things that I want to do for the podcast, a lot of things I'm doing in my practice, a lot of things I'm doing in some other businesses that I'm launching for 2019 eight, eight, and beyond. I had a wonderful meeting with someone. I'm waiting for the ink to dry on the contract before I talk about it. But it's a big, huge deal. And even going into that meeting, I was like, he's gonna tell me no and he's not gonna want my terms and he doesn't he couldn't possibly value what I'm bringing to the table and as soon as I put out the numbers and said what I wanted to do he was just like let's go like no negotiations no anything and when I spoke to the attorney about it and I was like hey this is what we're doing and this is the agreement and she was like well why didn't you get you know something on the front end or why didn't you ask for x amount of dollars up front. And then when I started explaining to her the numbers and, and and projections of what the project is, she was just like, "Oh, well shit. Like we we got work to do. Like let's get this let's get this this done <laughs> immediately." And so, um I'm still this little girl from Brooklyn. And I'm still this little broken girl from Brooklyn. And so as I sit here, At the end of the year, and I've worked really hard, but when you love what you do, and you're so used to just, like, putting your head down and just keeping your eyes on your own paper and just doing whatever you have to do, and year after year after year after year, it feels like you're not getting anywhere, even though that's not a real feeling because, you know, 10 years ago I was depressed, I'm gonna probably cry, but 10 years ago I was depressed and I was in therapy and I was barely getting out of bed and I was an emotional wreck and I didn't have direction and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and I didn't know where I wanted to go. And to know that I've finished school and I made a plan, And I beat depression, even though depression and anxiety is something that I battle every day still. Um, And we'll talk about that in a minute. I. I can see how far I've come now looking back on it. But when you're in the thick of things and you're just like trying to keep your head above water. You can't really feel the progress when you're in it. And so I want to thank you guys because we are almost 30,000 followers in on all of my social media channels. Cannot do that without you. Uh, We have over 5,000 listeners this month. Like what? A thousand this week. (laughs) Over a thousand this week. Um... Hitting the fifty thousand level of you know listens, the show is good money, and oh my god, where are we? Where where y'all listening to us from? United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Germany, France, Ecuador, United Arab Emirates, South Africa, Barbados, Mexico, Australia, South Korea. China, Japan, Ukraine, Italy, and the Netherlands. Like you guys are listening and you're supporting. And I I could not be ending this year without you. The thing I want to talk to you guys about today is choice. A lot of people come to my practice and they talk, talk to me about their family relationship stuff Finding Happy Seven Steps to Relationships That Will Not Steal Your Joy is our book. It's available on Amazon. And one of the things that I talk about in the book is not doing things out of obligation, but reminding yourself that there's always a choice. Um, it brings into mind one of my clients who I love and adore, and I don't see them anymore, but uh, she came to me for marital issues, it was a couple and the husband and wife, they're a pretty successful couple, but the, the family had bad financial habits, mainly the mother-in-law and the mother-in-law and there was a ex-wife and there were, these are mixed family. And the wife would always say, well, I always have to step in because I don't have a, I don't have a choice. I don't have another choice. Because she was the more dominant, more vocal one. And the husband was more laid back. If anybody out there who studied psychology or uh, relational dynamics, you will know that there is a, what is it called? Pursuer, distancer. Ah, I remembered it. Pursuer, distancer. And what that means is that there's always one person in the relationship that is a little bit more aggressive. So they will pursue the other one or they're the more vocal one, whereas the other person kind of shrinks inside of themselves and they'll distance themselves. I feel like men do that more than women, because women be like, well, I, I find it funny how... We always got something to say <laughs> about any kind of situation in the relationship. So she kept saying, well, I always have to be the bad guy, and I always have to be the vocal one, and I always have to put the boundaries in place because he doesn't do it. And I, I my question to her was, what would your life look like if you made another choice. And it would stop her in her tracks. But it, it, it was a level of control that she didn't want to give up. And she was like, well, I, I don't know. Well, you know. Then they would run all over him and then they would run all over us and it would impact my life and it would impact me. And I was like, well, or maybe he would have to step up. Or maybe he would learn a different lesson. Or maybe he would make another choice. Or maybe he would see things differently. Right? I think when we make the choices that we make based on fear and control, we're doomed to fail. Especially in relationships. Especially when it comes to family. Uh, One of the listeners submitted a question last week. Last week I did a show about narcissism and like in-laws and it feels like it's the same kind of story. But in that, in that episode, what I said was that every single person has a right to be whom they are. And every single one of us has to acknowledge their right to do whatever it is that they want to do and decide if it's something that we want to engage in or if it's something that we want to disengage in and learn to negotiate our behaviors in that relationship. And sometimes the choice that people make and and their free will allows them to make it's messed up choices. Even for us, right? There are some times that we make messed up choices. I'm going to I'm going to. I speak fluent in French, so I'm going to say this the only way I know how. You can fuck up without being fucked up. And I'm going to say that again. You can fuck up or mess up without being messed up. I like it. I like the F word, so pardon moi. Y'all not ready for that. It is what it is. But you don't have to over-identify With something that you've done. Right? Just for example. If you end up killing somebody. In self defense. It doesn't necessarily make you a killer. We all as human beings. We lie. Whether it's a white lie. Whether it's a. I don't know. Whatever color lie it is. Why is lies colors. Why is a white lie better than any other lie. Why is a why is a white lie little or a white collar crime? Let me not get into colorism and racism in this country because that's not where I was going to go with it. But just because you tell a, a lie it doesn't make you a liar all the time. Doesn't mean that you never tell the truth, right? So It doesn't have to be all of this black and white thinking and and with black and white thinking, anybody will tell you that if somebody thinks of something, if you've done something bad and it makes you all bad and you throw out the baby with the bathwater, then there's something wrong with your thinking. We have a right to make choices every single day. That put our health and our happiness before anything else. That means before family. That means before country. That means before job. That means before obligation. Sometimes that means before morals. Let me say that again. That means before morals. Sometimes that means before community. Community. Sometimes we have to just strictly make choices based on self-preservation. And it is okay. I told a story in in my book about how I only spoke to my, my dad, but really both of my parents on the weekends. And with my father, I only spoke to him when I called him. So if I called him and he didn't answer, but he called me back If he called me back the same day, we was ready. We could have a conversation because I had to make sure that I was mentally stable enough to to deal with him. And not that my, my insta, I mean, I'm going to say I'm not instable, but or unstable, but I'm a little crazy some days. But because I, I, I had to be in the right spirit and frame of mind in order to speak to him and in order to embrace and engage any version of him that showed up. I had to make sure that I prepared myself. I do that for my mother. Hell, I do that with my partner. He's he's a pain in my ass. Love you. But he could, he could really work my nerves. When you love somebody, like really truly love them, they can get on your nerve. They can av- aggravate your spirit and, and, and upset your soul when you really, truly love them. You can't just be showing up around me <laughs> unannounced if you if you have the the capacity to disrupt my spirit. Oh no no! I have to invite you. They like they're like emotional vampires. You have to invite them in your life in order for them to have power over you. Because people have a right to show up in your space with whatever they bring to you. I have every right to walk out of my house today, step in a pile of dog shit, right? Get on the bus late, forget my card. have no money on it, and then be combative with the driver, the bus driver. I have every right to do that. Is it correct? It's not correct. Is it human? It is very human. Do I have a choice in order to do that? It is my absolute choice and my right to do that. Can I make another choice? Yes. Yes. But every single day there are people that are walking this earth that make choices that negatively impact us. And it is our responsibility to not respond. Case in point. So I don't know if I told this story on here before. If you know me in real life, you know that I don't take public transportation much. Shout out to MTA, but not the Q train because the Q train is always messed up whenever I need to take it. So a Q train could kiss my behind. But um, shout out to New York City Transit. I've lived in New York the majority of my life, which means that I've had the pleasure of being able to get all around the city in five boroughs with through public transportation I just haven't taken public transportation in almost 20 years like that right so if you know me know me you know that I I drive almost everywhere but my car was in the shop for a, a number of weeks Not no it was a few days it was actually it was like two days or whatever and um I had patients to see in the field and So I had to drop my car off, and instead of taking an Uber or a cab or anything, I was like, this is just one bus ride away. I'm going to just jump on this bus right quick and go see my patient. So I ended up talking to the bus driver the whole time because I'm, you know, pleasant some days when I'm nice. So this was my nice day. So I get on the bus, and there's a gentleman that gets on the bus with with a lady, Right. And I see them. So I'm still I'm talking to the bus driver. So I'm standing and, and the bus driver and I don't know if he's trying to rap with me or whatever. But we were just having like a nice conversation about the bus route and I don't usually take the bus and whatever. He was asking me where I was going and we were having the conversation about that. So when the guy gets on the bus. I move out of the way. I let him and his girlfriend or whoever the woman was get on the bus. They go sit in the back of the bus. So as we're talking. He comes back up to the front of the bus. And he asks the bus driver a question. And he says excuse me. And pushes me at the same time. Now. I know I'm a woman. And if you see me in real life. You know that I am like. Inch high. What did they say? Inch high to a grasshopper. I'm not that tall. But I'm very tall in spirit. <laughs> um, But he said, excuse me. And I was moving, but he pushed me at the same time. So of course my Brooklyn started rising and I'm like, Hey, well, damn shit. Like, give me a chance to like move. And he snapped immediately. And he was like, you know, screaming all these expletives at me. And he was like going off. And immediately in my mind, I said, Oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's nuts. So instead of like, I don't know me ten years ago, I probably would have just like fought the dude. That sounds crazy to say that that's where I was mentally, but I probably would have like I've 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 fought some guys, and I'm I'm pretty small, but I've had those days, um, and I think I told this story on the show before about the guy that tried to rob me and I beat him up in a train station and he dropped a knife, et cetera. So I try not to get there anymore. That was the last physical altercation I got into with a male and it scared the hell out of me and sent me back to therapy. And my therapist was like, Nikki, what's, what's the problem? Cause he's, he's nuts too. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, we're from Brooklyn. Um, it's very hard to unlearn things that you've learned when you learn how to deal with certain things uh, community wise you know that it's not the, like there are other choices that you can make but sometimes you just go on autopilot so um, I didn't react to this guy I was like so and I was in a really good mood like I'm on the bus which is not something that I am I'm never happy to take the bus but the bus driver was so pleasant we were joking whatever Um, and so what ended up happening was the guy started going off on a tangent and like right before he came up there, the, the bus driver was asking me where I was going and I was like, I'm going, you know, I'm a therapist. I'm going to see a patient. Um, and he was like, it's nighttime. Are you afraid? Um, you know, is it safe? Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, we were having this conversation about what I did for a living. And the guy came up and he snapped. So then I moved out of like out of the way so the bus driver said to him, hey man, are you okay? And he was like, nah. Um, like he called me all kind of bitches. And he was like, nah, you know, when a man is talking, a woman should, should, should shut the fuck up. And she could call the police and not eat police for dinner. And like he was talking like nutty, nutty stuff. And it never dawned on me to like get off the bus. I don't. Well I wasn't at my destination. And I wasn't going to get off the bus. He could have followed me. Whatever. Um, and the woman that he was with. Like I don't know if he was beating her or what. But she was quiet as a church mouse. The other people on the bus were alarmed. So they were like. Like making noise or whatever. And I'm at this point. Like I'm on guard. Like if this dude hits me. I'm I'm going I'm going off. So eventually, the guy goes back to his seat. Um. And I'm I turned around and I'm still talking to the bus driver because I could see in the rearview mirror and the bus driver is like, "Do you need me to call the police?" Um. You know that he's like that's very upsetting to me. I'm sorry. Do you want me to do something? Do you need me to call the police? And I'm like, I'm fine. It's fine. He's he obviously he has a diagnosis. Um. You know, if he would have assaulted me, I would have felt some sort of way. All of that to say. That dude has every right to walk through the streets and be nuts. But I'm not responsible for who he is and how he is. I am only responsible to be safe and to react appropriately in a way that promotes my safety, and my happiness, and so, that old me that would have fed into that, and would have argued, and I would have given it to him, and some days, I still respond like that, Mm. usually when I'm driving, road rage, I I haven't conquered road rage yet, I'm sorry y'all, but on the most Under most circumstances, it's really, really, really difficult for me to get upset with people, just being people. Because I take into account how hard this life is. And I take into account how much each of us are struggling. And I take into account how we all don't start at the same place. And I take into the account that we all we all have challenges in different levels of experience that we are battling every day, and I take into account that we we don't all have the same intellectual abilities and we don't all have the same educational opportunities, and we don't all have the same capacity to process certain information and so I say all it is to say as you guys venture home for the holidays and as you are dealing with people in your everyday life where you move through life and you get up in the morning and you get in the bus and you, you know, I was about to say drop a subway token. Y'all know I'm old, but you swipe your metro card or you you get on that bus, you get on that train and you see that crazy person on the train or that person that doesn't want to give up the seat or that crazy coworker that bothers you every day. Or you deal with your mother, your husband, your lover, your friend, and the person that's dealing with all of their challenges and they hurt your feelings or they're not giving you the things that you need. You have to ask yourself, am I leading with love in this situation? Can I be compassionate to this person and how I respond and how I show up? I'm getting emotional again. Are my needs getting met from this exchange? Do I deserve better? And am I willing to do what it takes for me to get around the right kind of people that are going to give me the the emotional investments that I need in order to feed my spirit appropriately? So... I really didn't have that much to say this week. Or so I thought. But I did want to leave you with that message for now. I just want you guys to go out into the world this week feeling empowered and strong and confident and knowing that you have a choice today to make another choice. And you can do. Whatever it is that you set your mind to, make a plan for, and do the work. And put one foot in front of the other. I'm telling you, it's not going to feel like you are there until you are there. The metaphor that I, I give uh, my clients at work, I feel like all I'm doing is talking about trains today. But this is the metaphor I use all the time because I'm a New Yorker, right? So, um. If you are on the A train, this is only for the New York people, but if you are on the A train and you are going to 125th Street and you find yourself downtown Brooklyn or High Street or um, City Hall or 23rd Street or 42nd Street, you are not on 125th Street, but you are still not at Utica. To those who are not from here, right? If you are taking a train from New York City to Florida and you are in Philly and you are in D.C. or you are in Virginia, you are not in Florida, but you are no longer in New York. And so wherever you are on the journey of life right now, even though you may not be nowhere near close to your destination, you are at a station in life, and as long as it is moving you into the direction of where you want to go, stay the course. Stay on the train, kick your feet up, put your head down, read a good book, do the good works, play your a good song, and relax it and trust the journey because for a lot of us we feel like we are on a train and we're not the conductors, right? So we're not driving. There are things that we we control and there are things that we don't control. Another metaphor that I also use in my business is that for a lot of us we feel like we are on a journey And sometimes we feel like a passenger in our own life. I'm firmly me. I am firmly in the driver's seat of my life. But I remember there were days that I felt like I was riding in the trunk. There were times where I felt like I was a passenger and things were happening around me and decisions were being made for me and I felt like I didn't have I wasn't an active participant in my life so if you feel that you are not an active participant in your life and you have found yourself in and out of issues and problems that you don't know how to get out, get yourself some help so that you can help you, you, you can help yourself get to where you need to be One of the things that I do as a therapist is I help people partialize their goals. And when I say partialize, I mean break it down into incrementable, implementable steps so that they can get to where they need to be. This is not something I knew how to do before going to therapy. This is not something that I knew how to do before here. And I'm going to leave you with one of the things that my therapist used to say to me. And I'm sure you guys have probably heard it. But the joke is, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? How do you solve a problem little by little? OK, so this has been another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please follow us on our social media. Come on and join the what is it? Uh, almost 30,000 people following us on all of our channels. My social media channel is Miss Nikki Banks. M S N I K I B A N K S. Black Therapist Podcast. You can text Get Happy six woo, Get Happy to six six eight six six to join our mailing list. I send out a weekly newsletter of reminders, tips, insider stuff, exclusives, and I'm gonna be making an announcement in the next few weeks. Uh, I say exclusively to my mailing list first, but to everybody second. So, um, if you want to be in on the inside scoop, you will sign up there. And my dog Theo wants to say hi because he's been whining. I, don't, I hope he's not sick, but he hasn't been, he's been acting like a maniac and crying and whining for these last few days. So I have to take him to the vet. Not that you guys care about that, but I figured I'd share what's going on with me. So, um thank you for everybody thank you everybody and thank you for listening uh to the show i this was just supposed to be like a little way for me to talk about my mental health stuff this was supposed to be a little bit for me to kind of get off my chest (laughs) what i've been experiencing being a a therapist who had a therapist right so um I've never expected to have almost 50,000 listens. I've never expected to have over, you know, almost 30,000 people following us on our social media platforms. I've never expected for the business to get as, as big as it's gotten in the past few years. I am the same little girl that, you know, my supervisor told me I shouldn't go into private practice two years ago. I am... Two years strong. I made my second year anniversary on November twenty second of this year. Next year, I will have another license, so I will be advanced. You know, attended an Ivy League school. I'm gonna keep saying it because I I feel I feel blessed. I feel blessed so if you are listening to this and you hear the sound of my voice and you are in the throes of therapy I mean in throes of therapy <laughs> you are in the throes of depression or anxiety and like I said it's something that I still battle every single day I've learned different coping skills to deal with myself when I'm feeling anxious I'm feeling anxious today but I also acknowledge it like yesterday I had to call my girlfriend and was like I'm not having a good day today Um, and I think my friends are kind of at that place now where they will be encouraging and they'll say something nice or they'll they'll tell me something about myself when I go there they listen to me and let me process it probably because they know I'm a professional and if I say it they believe me now as before when I will just be like I'm sad I don't feel good today and they'd be like girl snap out of it um so they give me the space to kind of feel what I'm feeling which I think everybody needs and everybody should do um But I remember not that long ago, one of my friends, I had told him, I was like, I'm feeling depressed today. And she was like, snap out of it. And I was like, no, absolutely not. I won't snap out of it. I'm going to give myself today and I'm going to be miserable and I'm going to eat ice cream and I'm going to stay in my bed and I'm going to be horrible. And I'm going to feel what it is that I'm feeling. And then tomorrow I'm going to make another choice. But no, I'm going to sit in this feeling because obviously my feelings are telling me something. And I'm smart enough to know that I need to listen to them. I need to honor them. I need to, to deal with what I'm dealing with. And if you don't like that, you can tell me that you'll speak to me later. But don't tell me to feel something that I don't feel. Don't tell me to fake it. That's not supportive to me. And she hasn't done that again. So, you know, honor your feelings. Feel what you're feeling. I don't know. Be blessed and be well. Hope you guys have a great week. I have listened to uh, one of the episodes from last year where I talked about going home for the holidays, and I'm going to probably drop some of those uh, snippets on our social media page, but that episode is so good. If you guys are struggling with um, going home for the holidays and being with family for the holidays, listen to that episode. Not the episode that I put up last week, but the episode from last year I'll put it I'll put the link to it on um my social media page but that episode was super short I think it was probably like 10 minutes but it was really really good anniversaries that's what it was called um death of the anniversaries where I talked about going into December losing my dad for the first time last year and now it being December again and my dad's birthday is in December um it's kind of all coming back to me so It was a really good show for me. It was a really good reminder. And if you are struggling with going into the holidays without a loved one because they have passed away or because they are not around to be with you or to support you, listen to that show. Please comment on my post. Uh, please leave me a comment Feedback on whatever platform you listen to I read those comments I reply to those comments um, And if you have a question Or concern Or you want me to address anything Slide up in my DM Leave me a message I answer my messages um, We have, a, we have a, a very small team That helps me with social media But I answer my messages so, and I may even send you a video chat, like I to the guy <laughs> who sent me uh, the question that was on the show last, last time. I like jumped into his DM and got went live and was like, hey, this is the, this is my answer. But I was also sick. So if there's time, like I may send you a video or whatever. I'm very interactive. So there's that again. Be well. Have a great week. And Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Once again, you can follow us on all our social media sites at Black Therapist Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as Black in Therapy on Facebook. Or you can follow your host, me, Miss M-S-N-I-K-I Banks on Instagram and Twitter, as well as you can find out any information about me at Nikita, N-I-K-I-T-A, banks.com and on the show's website blacktherapistpodcast.com. And don't forget, if you want to send us any general feedback, show suggestions, uh, show topics or guest ideas, please feel free to drop us an email at blacktherapistspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you. Be well.